Hello, welcome back to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte, aka Lottie Daddy. We likes to party. We are back for episode four. Oh, we're on a roll, you guys. Today, we are talking about bad days. So I know good days be on our mind, but we be having bad days too. We're all human. Um, We're not perfect. So in this episode, I'm going to be helping you identify when you're having a bad day and how to turn that shit around. Because a lot of times when we have bad days, we accidentally or purposely, I don't know if you're toxic, we tend to drag the people around us down with us, okay? Uh, What we can learn about our bad days um, and how we can help ourselves going forward and how to reduce our numbers of bad days. So Look, this episode's not about how to eliminate your bad days. Um, you're going to have, you know, off days up until you're 100 years old. But if you can do it right, um, you can reduce the amount of days that you consider bad. And also there's like a little caveat that I will, I'll, I'll share with you guys at the end. Uh, so make sure you stick around. Um So yes, we're going to realize we're having a bad day, exactly why, and how to help ourselves going forward. So I wanted to do this this topic because creatives and athletes and performers, um, high performers, we're especially susceptible, I think, to bad days because we're in, number one, we're in tune with our energies, our creative flow, um, but also because of the work that we do, we're always under high pressure. We're under scrutiny. You know, people are criticizing our work, whether it's in a good way or a bad way. And we just have a lot of pressure on us to perform. So I do know a lot of, you know, dancers, artists, um, athletic people that they they have they get in their head. They have bad days too. And I also think, you know, creatives and artists in general, you know, if we have one bad performance or if there's one bad critique or one bad game, one bad class, I don't want that to completely shatter our entire day. But shit happens and it does. <laughs> um, and one thing I, I will always say is so any topic that I talk about on the podcast, I 100% have experience in that topic as well. So a lot of my clients think that I am like super positive, like got my shit together. I will, you guys, that's like the furthest from the truth. I swear to you, I am a constant work in progress. Now I have come just a, a really long way and I'm not perfect, but I always share my process with you guys along the way. Um, So I did actually, I don't have them very often, but I did have a bad day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not today, but it was about, I think it was like two weeks ago. My content is, uh, I record all my episodes ahead of time. So I think when you guys hear this, it'll be probably two weeks from that day. But anyways, I did have a bad day. And in the midst of that bad day, that's when I started formulating this topic for the podcast. So you guys are getting this shit in real time. 
So I'll use myself as an example this entire episode. So, uh, yeah, I didn't even realize it was creeping up on me and how it was affecting my overall performance in class. I didn't realize how it was affecting my attitude um, and just hijacking my entire day. So this this is what was going on. Okay, It started off with the week. First of all, my schedule is crazy or at that time when I was talking about this, it was crazy. Now I have a better handle on my schedule, but this is what was going on. So I recently upped my dental hygiene uh, job to four days a week. Previously, I was working three days a week, which a bitch was chilling. Okay. But um, (laughs) I upped it to four days a week. So I'm getting that extra day of work. Um, on top of that, I'm also running my coaching business. So I'm still seeing clients in San Diego. Um, I'm doing one-on-ones with them online. Um, I think at that time, I also had to choreograph for one of my coach coaching workshops that week as well. So I had a lot of mm, extra shit to do. Um, meanwhile, bitch, I'm still taking classes. Okay. So I live in LA. I'm, I'm, my ass is in class. And at that time, I think I was realizing like, Yo, once a week classes is not enough. Like I need to be in class every day, twice a day. Like it's not enough. So I had I put extra pressure on myself to take more classes. On top of that, I'm a wife. Okay. Let's not forget that. So I have wife duties. Okay. Um, trying to help out my husband with some stuff that he's got going on and just, you know. I got to make time for him, calling him, whatever, you know what I mean? So that, uh, I also decided, you know, this year, this was the year, bitch, I'm getting abs. I'm that type of person. So I'm in the gym immediately after work every single day. And I want to say, I love working out. I don't even have, like, I don't, I, I really do like enjoy it. I get mad if I don't have enough time to work out. So I was struggling with that all this week because Sometimes I'll get off a little earlier and I can kind of slide in before the rush, but I have to rush in order to get, it's frustrating, okay? So that's going on, that's going on. Oh, let's not forget the podcast, right? I'm constantly always coming up with ideas for podcasting, how to market the podcast. Like this is a whole like new learning curve. It was funny, one of my um, clients reached out to me. She's like, how did you learn how to do a podcast? I was like, girl, we're learning in real time right now. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, (laughs) but um, it's a fun journey. I'm really enjoying it. So yeah, anyways, content for that, marketing, putting that together, packaging it. And then if that's like not enough, I got this crazy hair up my ass that I was gonna be a 5 a.m. girly. Like I was like, Yeah, I think on top of all of this, I also want to start waking up at 5 a.m. So I think during that week, I was, I'll say flirting with the idea of waking up early because here's the thing about a morning routine. In order to have a morning routine, you need a night routine. And we're getting there, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. But um, I put a lot of, not pr- I don't want to say pressure because that sounds so bad. Like, I just know that the more, um, I guess, pressure, if you want to say pressure, the more pressure, the more high standards you put on yourself, the better the outcomes are. Like, 
You know what I mean? So I put a lot of like high standards on myself because I'm like, oh, I want to see what I'm capable of. So I had all this stuff going on. Okay. And then I'm also trying to like do classes and just like, you know, have a life uh, maybe, hopefully. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I was getting towards the end of the week. I was, I don't want to say running myself ragged, but I just wasn't adjusting well to the scheduling. I, I was waking up. I was tired by the, towards the end of the week. I was like, bitch, I like, I woke up tired. I was sore. Cause I went up in weights. Like it was just rough. Like I remember this day, like I woke up and it was just already, I was like, mm, we kind of off to a bad start friend. Like, I don't know. And I got to work and you know, I love my work. Like we be chilling, but then like there's days where I'm like, whoa, I got like almost no break today. And I remember that day was non fucking stop. Every patient was super hard. Um, I think I went over like 30 minutes. And so like I didn't get to go to the gym. That's that's where this is where the OK, so this is where the spiral started. Now, if I go back, this is where it started. I didn't get to go to the gym. And I think I said in the last episode, the way that I like my mental health, my mental like how I'm feeling is very much based off of uh, like my physical body. And like if I'm sore, if I'm tense, if I'm tight anywhere, if I have a headache, like I have anxiety like already. So anyways, I got off work. I didn't have time to go to the gym and properly condition for class. So I had to do like a little bullshit. Uh, it's not a not a little bullshit, but I had to do like at home workout and I was kind of already thrown off because I was like, I'm supposed to be in the gym. So I was hyper fixating on that. Um, I also was just going to class. No intention that day. Like I like to give myself an intention for class. I don't like to just go whether it's, yo, I'm just going to have fun or yo, I'm going to impress the choreographer or like, yo, I'm going to really work on performance. I'm going to go and chill. Like I like to, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be the same thing every single time. But I think going into class with an intention will give you some sort of like guidance through class because yeah, it was, it was, it was rough. So anyway, so I'm in class. Um, I'm not warm. I'm tired. Um, I'm a little thrown off. I'm distracted. Then I start getting distracted by any little thing, right? Cause I have no intention. So like any little thing is distracting me, my clothes or like someone standing too close to me. I really have ADHD so bad sometimes you guys. And I was having a bad class. Like when I say bad class, like it's never like, I don't really like bad class to me is when my body is not cooperating. I'll say that. Um, my like thigh was cramping really bad. That shit was pissing me off. Oh my God. And then I couldn't like, then it was making my knee hurt. And then I couldn't turn. And then I just couldn't do the choreo. Like it was a spiral. And then it, I, the more that like my body wasn't cooperating, the more that I kept hearing like a negative loop inside my head, like, oh, you suck. Like, yeah, the teacher probably thinks like you suck right now. And I'm like going through it like and like in my head, I'm like, man, everybody here probably thinks I'm so shitty right now. First of all, that I know that that's not true. And I always tell my clients 
like no one in class is ever worried about you. Like ever. I'm never, no one is ever that worried about you. Like that's your own like ego and like your own vanity. Nobody is ever concerned about what you got going on. And you might have a lot going on, but no one is that concerned with you. So if you ever pops into your head, like, oh my God, everybody here thinks I suck. Like I'm holding up the group, whatever it may be. Like just know that that's a lie in your head. So I start going there, right? Because we're all, we're all human. We go there. And so I start telling myself, man, I suck and this and that. And I leave the class and I'm just like, oh, that was the worst class of my entire life. And I get home and I keep hyper focusing on it. And then this is where I had to get a hold of myself. So one thing about me is I am very aware of the thoughts that pop into my head. And I was taught this thing a while back where your thoughts are not you. And I tell, I think I've told my clients this or I've told you guys this, but you're, and we haven't gotten there yet, but your thoughts are not you. They're just automatic. They really are. You get to choose the thoughts that go on your head. The thoughts that just pop into your head are just, they're passing, they're fleeting. They're just thoughts. Your brain is doing what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to just think thoughts, it, really. So I started to notice that I was spiraling. And the way I noticed that is because I was getting hyper fixated on this loop of I suck in class. And it kept on looping. And I'm like, no, we got to get a hold of this. Like, what am I, what, what's the like root cause of this? So I like to do this thing when I am stuck in a negative loop and I do it for anxiety too, because She's an anxiety girly and it's called offering the alternative. I can't remember where I got this. Um, it's also what I like to call gaslighting yourself. You guys know I love like 2023 is the year of just gaslight yourself, babe. Seriously. So offering the alternative. So it feels super fake. And like I said, your thoughts aren't you. So you need to give your brain a new narrative just completely. So I'll give you an example. When I have anxiety, I have heart palpitations and I'm like immediately, this is it, I'm gonna die, right? Offering the alternative would look like maybe I'm not gonna die, maybe my heart's just beating fast. Or if you're in class and you start to go there where you're like, Oh, everyone is staring at me. Like if you have social anxiety, everyone's staring at me. I suck. They probably all think I'm just such a bad dancer. The alternative of that would be, oh, maybe everyone is staring. First of all, maybe no one is staring at me. And secondly, maybe they're staring at me because they think I'm so good. Maybe they're staring at me because they like my shirt. Like, Gaslighting yourself into the opposite of what that negative thought is. And it sounds and it feels like so like fake and weird at first. But I swear to you, the more that you do it, it really has calmed my brain down. So offering the alternative. So I got into the spiral and I start to all offer myself the alternative because I need to like self-soothe at that point. I'm like, just, I'm, I'm on one. Like I'm at home. I'm like, it's a bad day. Like I'm, I'm going there. So I'm like, let me just step one. 
offer the alternative. So I'm like, maybe I actually had a really good day. Like, actually, maybe I woke up and I was so busy, busy at work because I was helping so many patients and so many patients benefited from the work that I was doing and the education that I was bringing them and the health, the oral health that I was bringing them. And maybe I actually did my best in class. Maybe I, maybe I, it felt so hard in class because I was pushing myself in a way that I haven't before. And I'm actually going to grow so much from that. Maybe I'm tired because my muscles were working so hard this week because they're about to be so strong in two days because I'm actually building so much muscle mass. Like I really just got really far. Like, and I do this until I don't hear that negative loop anymore. Like that's when I'm like, okay, it worked. Once I can break that loop, then I can like, okay, let me wind it down for the night. So after I was done gaslighting myself successfully, I was like, let me wind it down, get ready for bed. And I think I started to think about this the night of, but then I decided I need to rest because I realized that's honestly step one. Um, so I, I, after I offered the alternative, I was like, let's get ready for bed. But I want to know exactly what led me to that point. So I cannot do that shit again, basically. What are the things that led up to the bad day that I can recognize and not do again or I can fix so I can have a better day? That's how I constructively reconstruct my bad day if you will um and it, at that point it was like 10 30 11 I was like mm, I do want to dive into this yes self but I think it would better serve me to go to bed so I think I went to bed and then on Friday I woke up and was like all right now that we're rested what was what was going on what was the actual trigger and when I came to it with a clear mind after the spiral, don't try to do any of this when you're spiraling. It's too much, okay? Self-soothe, offer the alternative, rest, and then try to reconstruct and re and, and see where, where that bad day took a turn, okay? Once I was rested, I woke up and I was like, okay, what happened exactly? Like, because we was, we was on a good path. That's when I realized, okay, I'm tired, my new schedule is not working. Maybe we need to fix some things. Um, I'm sore from the gym. So maybe we do every other day for the gym instead of every single day. Um, the transition from work to, to class is frazzling. So what can I do to make it less frazzling? And I made a list and then from that list, I was able to put things in place. So the tiredness uh, since then, so that was like two weeks ago. Since then, I've been really, and this is an ongoing thing, I've been really prioritizing getting in bed so much earlier because I know I want to be a 5 a.m. girly, but it doesn't happen overnight. But to expect myself to just wake up and go to bed so late is just like not realistic, girl. So I'm getting in bed earlier. Sore from the gym. Well, two things. I need to prioritize recovery. 
And I think you perform better actually when you recover fully from your workouts. Um, so I have been letting myself recover. And as much as I, oh, drives me nuts, I have changed my workout schedule. So it's not as intense, especially because I dance too. You can't, you know, you got to love on your body too. Um, the transition from work to to class for me. So what I'm doing now is immediately when I get home from work, like if I don't have time to go to the gym, I already just start stretching. Because like I said, I know myself. I know that if I am not warm, if I am not stretched, if I am not feeling prepared, it will be a bad class for me. Like without a doubt, I I will have a bad class. I've, I've had that happen to me enough times where I'm like, this is a pattern. So now I have a system in place that if I have class, bitch, an hour 45 before we're on the foam roller, we're... We got the massage gun. We're doing abs. Whatever we need to do to feel prepared for class. Because if we go into class unprepared, what do you expect? Like, you're human. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so putting putting those systems in place so I'm not just immediately continuing the cycle of a bad day. If we don't learn from the things that are leading up to that bad day, we're going to continue to have them until we become aware of those patterns that we're creating. Um, Another pattern. So this one was kind of weird. A while back, I had a really close friend. We're not friends anymore, but I noticed like, and we danced together and everything growing up. And I would, every time like we were going through stuff, right? I think we were like having like a weird moment in our friendship and Every time she would come to my class, like I would like have a bad class. Like I just would get thrown off, like kind of ADHD. She would like interrupt. Like it was just like weird vibes. And I didn't, every time I would be like, damn, like I don't know what it is. I'm kind of a shitty teacher. Like I, I don't know what it is. Like every single time. And then it wasn't until I really stepped back and was like, I don't think I'm having a bad day. I think this is a pattern. Right. Because it's a pattern like you don't just have bad days for no reasons. There's things that lead up to them. There's triggers that lead up to them. There's patterns that lead up to them. And if you feel a little off, there might be something that's occurring that you can pinpoint and change. Um, Yeah. So I, I realized it was unfortunately is every time she was coming to my class, I was having a kind of a weird time. But we were going through a weird phase. So it makes sense. Um but I was able to change the narrative that I suck as a teacher. It wasn't, it wasn't that. It was just some weird stuff going on. Yeah, so what I want you to not do is immediately go to a place of, and it's hard when, you, when you're having a bad day, you just get stuck in this loop of, I suck, there's, there's no way to fix this. But I think that with enough awareness, because that's that's really all I teach or I preach when I, I talk about mindset is if you're aware, you can do anything. You can change anything. You can change the way that you think, that you, you can change the way that you react. And so, yes, bad days are going to occur. But if you're able to pinpoint why and if you're able to even pinpoint when you're in it, then you can stop that whole spiral and 
I'll tell you, you know, honestly, I've been in spirals where they've lasted. <sighs> Man, they last a whole month. I'm not even kidding you. Like even the beginning of this year when we came back from our wedding, I was in a spiral, you guys, for a whole month before I could literally pull myself out. I swear. And looking back, like I've said, I'm very in tune with like my physical body. And when we had our wedding, I had to take off, I think it was like three weeks, if not more, like definitely more. But I took time off from physical activity, well, dancing. And that shit affected me. Coming back, like I was like, so like, I didn't realize it, but I was on such a high from the wedding. And coming back, I was like, so depressed and I told my husband I was like man I can't even like leave the bed like it, it went on for a month I kid you not it was a month before I could even get back into classes and the thing that helped me the most was getting back into the gym like the once once I started moving my physical body like my mental health just like started trending upward I swear to god um and that that's something that really helps for me so um, that's, if I notice that I, I'm not moving my body, a bad day is around the corner. Um, one thing I do want to offer, I just want to offer a different perspective though, on this whole bad day, good day conversation. Um, because you know, in the beginning I said, yes, you're going to have bad days, up until you're 100 years old, the goal is just to reduce the amount of how many you have and to learn from them and uh, try not to spiral from them. However, I want to say maybe there is no bad days. Maybe it's all mindset. And hear me out. So I think that a day is only bad once you say it's bad. Like once you say in your head and your heart and you're like, this is a bad day, then yes, it's a bad day. But you could have the hardest day ever and still tell yourself this is a good day and it would still be a good day. I, that's why I always tell <clears throat> my clients, I'm like, make it a good week. Like make it, make it a really good week. I tell you guys, make it, make it a good week then. Make it a good day. Because I, th I know that we have the power to turn that around or to even just accept the day that we're having and tell ourselves that it's a good day. I don't like the idea of like we never know when our last day is. Like we could wake up tomorrow. We could not wake up tomorrow. And it would be so sad if the last day that we had, we considered a bad day. That would break my heart if someone thought that they were having a bad day and that was really their last day on earth. Do you know what I mean? And so just like the idea of even considering a day bad is crazy because we should be so grateful that we even have a day to begin with. I really try to stay in such a state of gratitude and that really helps with quote unquote bad days because thank goodness I even have a day 
Um, I'm not like super religious. Like I was, I was like raised Catholic, but I don't practice any of that. Um, and I told my sister, I saw this quote, I think it was like on TikTok or something. And this girl said, you have to live like you got sent back for one day. Like you already died and you got sent back for one day. And that's how you should live your life. And my sister was like, well, yeah, like, you know, you just, yeah, just pretend you died and you came back to live your life all over again. And I was like, no, 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 no. It has to be a day. It has to be just one day because you need to understand that your actions, your every single minute, every single second of your day is an opportunity to be so grateful and to be so accepting and just so willing to to accept everything that 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 second that moment has to offer and there should be no bad there should be no bad in there that everything should be gratitude everything should be so much acceptance and so much Oh my goodness, so much acceptance and so much gratitude for just being in that moment because you really never know when everything can change. And I think that's something that's really like, I don't know, hit me in my chest maybe as I've gotten older, just being so grateful for what I have every single, every single second. Even when I like, because I have to, you have to, like I said, I am not perfect. I'll catch my mind drifting to a, like a negative place every once in a while. And I really have to just like take a step back and be like, yo, 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 stop. Like the fact that we're even here, the fact that I'm even, the fact that I'm even, the fact that I'm even in LA, in my apartment, filming a podcast, doing what I love, dancing, dancing at all the studios that I would have given anything to dance at like a couple years ago when I was 20, when I was 25, if you would have told me that I was doing this and married to the just love of my life, I would have, there's no way I wouldn't have believed you. Hang it up. bitch. you're lying. No way. So whenever I'm having like a bad day, I have to really check myself because is it ever that bad? Is it ever that bad? Really? And I, I just, I can't that anything is ever that bad, that anything is ever that serious. So, wow, that got deep really quickly, guys. Uh, beautiful. So I I really hope that next time you guys are having a bad day, an off day, like I said, it happens. We're human. That you take that opportunity because it's an opportunity. Take that opportunity. Learn what you need to learn from it. You know what I mean? Leave what's not working. Leave what is not working and learn what you need to learn with it so you can go forward and love on yourself more because that's usually what it is. We need to like love on ourselves more. <laughs> Give ourselves some more patience. Give yourself some more patience. Love on yourself and realize that there are no bad days. There's no bad days. Just gaslight yourself. <laughs> Awesome. Alrighty, guys. Well, I hope that you have a fabulous week. Make it a fabulous week and send this to a dancer, creative, artist, athlete that 
is having a bad day and you just, you need them to cheer up. You need them to cheer up so they can do some dope shit. You already know what it is. Leave me a comment. Leave me a like, a subscribe. Um, I want to know what you guys are up to as always and why you're going to make it a good day. Until next time, I will talk to you guys later.